It's fight week. Oh, show week. Fight week, show week, same thing. And you know what that means. It means on Sunday we return to our spiritual home of 96 Shenley Road, uh, which also means we're previewing the show, which is right behind me. As they go, I've disappeared on the screen. There you go. Uh, right behind me, across the screen. Uh, that also means that we are joined by the man that does have his own parking space here at Turnbuckle Towers, uh, the general manager of Ignite, Mr. CJ Carter. Good evening. Hello, good evening. Hello to everyone listening. Thanks for having me back. I love being on here. So yeah, it's nice to speak to you again. It feels like forever since I know. I know that's the thing because because the, there's like two months between. Well, this is actually three months between shows because mm. usually it's like kind of roughly two months between shows. Uh, but yeah, we did November and then don't. I'm not brave enough to do a December or January show. But lots of promoters are braver than I and. Uh, unless I'm doing the first week of December, um, I'm skipping December, January. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we are in like the 50th day of January, or what feels like the 50th day. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. It's a, it's a long old month. Everyone gets paid early in December, so December, January feels like it's like some kind of weird six or seven week month that <laughs> never ends and is always dark and no one has any money. So, yeah. Well, that's it. Welcome to the real world of stuff. So <laughs> and we break out of that straight in to chapter three. So straight that's in. it. What better way to celebrate the end of January than chapter three? Exactly that. And you, if you want to be a part of chapter three, you need to hurry up, by the way. <laughs> yeah, legit, legit nine tickets left. Obviously, I'm not sure when this is, is going out. But as Tuesday. Before, going out Tuesday. Oh, okay, so depending on what sells in the next like 12 hours or so uh like there's nine tickets left and that's like you know this is i know sometimes there's hyperbole and there's a little bit of like you know a few little lies going on sometimes to you know a bit of marketing bit of, bit of sales going on but there is genuinely nine there's there's nine tickets left and we're not going to get any more any more chairs in any more seats in so once they're gone they're gone um so if you want to be with us on sunday uh yeah yeah move fast don't don't count on walk-ups or anything like that so sardines in cans it's gonna yeah. be, which it's gonna is a great great thing by the way we're not we're not we're not like we're not laughing about that for in all seriousness it's great because it means that we're going to have a packed arena or you're going to have a packed arena say we because our title match is on the show i know no, totally we totally we hidden turnbuckle is part of the team 100 percent we'll talk about the turnbuckle title shortly but first obviously back of last year Amazing show in November. We have this big break. There's a load of tickets sold early doors. Let's show you down to the final nine now. Mm. But we come to Sunday and it's kind of like reintroducing the fans to Ignite again after such a long break. But it's also important that kind of feel like that level has to be kept. And that's the difficult thing, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I think we spoke about it before. Mm. And I always like I set myself if every show I set myself kind of like a high bar and I get very disappointed if we don't meet it and the the problem I guess I guess is it a problem it's not really a problem but we've been doing really well since since you since you know hit since it in the turnbuckle came on board you know you've been like the 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 lucky kind of omen for us they've come in from July it's just gone from strength to strength and um you know the back end of last year was incredible which is great but I obviously want to hit that bar again, at least hit that bar, if not, if not, you know, top it, which is going to get harder and harder and harder every time, you know, it, how, how do you keep topping it every single time? So, so yeah, um, obviously we've got a lot of debuts coming in on this one, which yep. hopefully will help. Um, 
kind of then have to start a few new stories, I think, because we closed quite a few stories at the end of last year. There's a, there's a couple still running and we started a few kind of, so, so it's like start a few new stories, um, continue some stories, introduce everyone to Ignite again and hopefully get some new fans in for the new year as well. That would be nice. It's always nice to, first show of the year is usually the, the show where you get the most amount of new fans I've noticed over the years because um, it's, you know, people kind of come out of their hiding place over Christmas and January. It's like, oh, we'll try something new this year, you know, New Year's resolution type thing. So, uh, yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. A show as good as the last three or four and hopefully some some new loyal Ignite fans to join us. Certainly feels that way because the tickets flew out. I was literally, we were leaving on the show and we got the next couple of days and all of a sudden you felt yeah. 50, 60% done before Christmas, which is a great feeling. So you obviously left an impression on some of the new fans. We even know there was new fans at the uh, uh, curtain call yeah. because they announced it to ourselves when we were talking to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was there was, there was a good kind of core of new, new people that kind of came to the November show. I know the fellow podcasters, uh, Ministry yes. of Wrestling, were there, and that was their first show. Uh, and they've linked up with you since, which is great to see. Yeah. I saw you did, you know, you opened the forbidden door of pod, the podcast, <laughs> which yeah. is good to see. Uh, and they're great guys as well. They really, yeah. I did their podcast a couple of weeks ago. Um, it, was cool. it was an epic. It was like over two hours long, so they split it into two parts. And... Um, yeah, they were new and they're bringing they're back and they're bringing new people with them again. So they're bringing like partners and friends and everything. So great. Great. Uh, that's what that's what you want, really, isn't it? Absolutely. So. It's brilliant. It's great. To, it is also great to open up Forbidden Door because it does give you that more people that we wasn't we didn't know them before the show. Obviously, there was, you know, but we met them at the show and obviously that then brings another show and then we'll meet up again at another show and that hopefully will bring that re recurring trend to, to Ignite, like it does to a lot of other shows. There's no doubt about it. People meet up elsewhere. So that's a really great thing. Yeah, the ministry guys are great. They're great fun. That was a great show we had with them as well. We went long as well on that. It was a it was a long one for us. How um, long was it? How long was yours? I haven't actually listened to yours yet. What? <laughs> no, I'm joking. There's, uh, only, there's only so many hours in the day. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, true. Um, I don't know. It's pretty good hour and a half ish, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, anyway, let, let's talk curtain call. Uh, curtain call. No, we've done curtain. I've made that mistake already. Chapter three. I've got the card right in front of me, literally looking down in it, calling it curtain call. Um, we're talking about debuts and returns to to ignite. Sets yeah. us up nicely. First match we're going to talk about is Sapphire Reed and Artemis. Now, those of you that haven't seen Sapphire Reed before you're in for an absolute treat. She is one of an absolute killer of a year in 2023. Uh, she started 2024 really <clears> well. <throat> Artemis is a returning face that we all know, part of Team Buckle. So uh, <clears throat> a lot of these people here, I'll be saying that about as we move on. But Artemis, you know, is the Crimson Kill shot. She was a part of it last year, returning again this year. Should be mm -hmm. a really interesting encounter between these two. Yeah, yeah. So like, starting with Sapphire, I can't, really put into words how happy I am to have her back. Um I through various reasons of scheduling her being busy and us not necessarily having the space on the cards. We haven't made it work between us to, to get her back. And it's been it will actually be I can't believe I'm I'm actually saying this it would have been be two years to the show since she was last on on an Ignite show. Um when she's back and last last time out obviously two years ago is a long time so we have to reintroduce her again i think but she beat kira kamira who you know 
as you've seen on the previous shows that she's been on is there that's no easy feat and she made an impression then but that was two years ago so you know and it's very early on in her career uh and since then she has gone on to be one of if not the top female talent in the country i don't i don't really think that's that's arguable she's now a regular on rev pro she is a, you know, a permanent regular on on eve shows and has been the eve champion and won the she won um you know she she's done it all right and um just just in the 2 years since she was she was last with us so it's a completely different Sapphire coming back. And oh, I've tried a few times, uh, tried getting her back at the end of last year, but we just couldn't quite make it work. So I'm so glad to have her back. And um, she's going to bring something real special to this show. And obviously going up against Artemis, who has had a couple of shows off, who is who came in um, and straight out of the gate just became a massive fan favourite with our fans. It kind of took me a little bit by surprise because um, obviously she does a lot of stuff as the Odyssey around the country, doing very well in that tag and mostly, not always, mostly work kind of heel, the Odyssey. Um Came in and the, oh, the fans just took to her, much like with with Aluna. So we've now got Artemis and we've got Aluna, who who are just completely adored by by our fans. So you know, great to have Artemis back, but oh my word, to have Sapphire back at Night Six Shenley Road, it's just it's huge for us. And you'll be seeing a lot more of Sapphire at Ignite this year, I promise you. That's going to be good. It's also, and I think I said this before, it's also the reputation that you're bringing at Ignite, the fact that these guys want to come to these shows. Well, it's well and good reaching out to them. I would love you, love you on your show, love you on your show. But they've also got to want to come to the show. And it's testament to you, the likes that you've had the likes of Oku, and we're going to talk Jay Joshua's in a minute. But mm -hmm. testament to how the brand's coming along. Yeah, I mean, it started, it's, it's grown a lot since, since I first started it. Um... Uh, even in the concept of it, it's kind of grown, you know, from the from day one, it was kind of, um, you know, lesser known talent, you know, sprinkled with some more known talent um, for various, you know, reasons. And we've just built up, just grown and grown and grown and grown to the point where it's now, you know, like you said, we're bringing in the, the Crowleys and the Okus and Gene Moneys and now Sapphire, who is one of the biggest female names in the country, is coming back and is happy to come back. And I'm I'm so kind of appreciative that that all of these, the cal calibre of, of talents still want to, you know, they want to come and work, work for Ignite. And the fact that I have managed to kind of grow it from, from the beginning, from show one, and prove that it's, it is a place that you can, you can come and work, and and it's a trusted place to take bookings, and it's a place you're going to enjoy. Hope you know, hope I hopefully enjoy working there. I think people always do enjoy working the shows and working in front of a good crowd. It's usually always a full crowd, and I try to look after all the talent. So it's like, yeah, I, it is just it is nice to know that they do want to they want to come and do these shows. Exactly that. I'll be interesting to see that match as well. I'm looking for the radio. I haven't seen the radioactive one for a while, so. Uh... It'd be good to see her and obviously always good to see anyone that's a part of team buckle so uh, always good to see them um moving on to a match that's going to have a slight storyline to it you mentioned that we're going to be continuing some uh, mm -hmm. and this is one of those and um, this is going to be uh, the bryant brothers against true and lacy now we have to go way back to september uh, gold rush i got that one right didn't i um <laughs> nino and, and mark had a bit of a to-do mark uh true then attacks nino at the end of the match um injuring his ankle basically causing him to miss uh, curtain call in November. 
And now they're back. Mark's brought back up in the form of Kieran Lacey. Now he's a he's a little re- re- recognizable face to acknowledge. Yeah. Because he was part of the breakout, um, but he's now aligned himself with Mark True. They've gone and done some major things up in Rev Pro and Progress Wrestling. We've they've mm-hmm. been very very highly uh, fought after from there. But it's interesting because when we saw Kieran last time, he was a he was a face, and now he's aligned himself to that Mark True. Yeah, so obviously, yeah, you, you kind of nailed it there. Like in September last year at Gold Rush, True took Nino out. He couldn't make the last show of last year, unfortunately. He's now back. He said he's bringing his brother. True said, well, you know, if you're bringing your brother in, then, you know, I'm going to bring some backup. And he's brought he's brought his pal, Kieran Lacey, who he's been touring the country with since we last saw them. Uh, yeah, now our regulars at Rev Pro are working for Progress as well. It's like, wow, have they have they blown up in the last six months? You know, they are now those names that are sort of like right at the top of like the, the hottest new kind of breakout talents in the country. Um, so, yeah, to have those two together on this show is is amazing. And yeah, last time we saw Kieran, he was wrestling true. Uh based off one on one. Um, obviously, since then they've they've you know they've worked each other at many promotions and they're now, you know, a very established tag team together as well. So obviously, through through that, they have such great chemistry and a great relationship. So obviously, True decided that he's the man to bring in for this one. Um True has a bit of a bone to pick with Nino because he kind of feels like true should, he should have been the, the real true breakout star from that first year of the breakout division. He, he still he still feels to this day that really that was his kind of uh, moniker that he should be having. And he should have walked out with that trophy and he should have walked out with that title shot that, that ultimately Nino did in the end. Um, so that's kind of the, it's kind of the battle of the like, breakout stars of the first year and they both brought some backup in in Xander and 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 Kieran and god I mean what a show still in tag match this this could really be and I'm sure people will be over the moon to have Nino back as well because that's the, the end of last year the current call November is actually the first show he's ever missed for us it's the only Ignite show he's not been on since day one so uh, and a hometown boy so I'm sure they'll be very happy to see him back Definitely so. He always gets a big, you know, there's always a big Nino chant from the crowd every time uh, he's there. Uh, it will be interesting. And the last, funnily enough, the last show, the tag match stole the show for many different ways, for many different reasons. That was CPF and the Rebellion, which leads me very nicely on to Zed uh, Rebellion. Uh, Taylor James, uh, another member of Team Buckle, uh, a part of uh, Team Buckle this year. But him and uh, Jack had uh, some slight issues at the yeah. last one to the point where... Um, he actually threw uh, Taylor through the, the rebellion armband on the floor, um, yeah. uh, left on his own. Um, this time he's he's back, but he's out for revenge on CPF. And and this time Lando and Black were a bit busy uh, over defending their tag team championships abroad, so they have decided to send in a CPF of their own in, in Maverick Mayhew making his debut at Ignite. Now I saw Maverick when uh, we, we went to RCWA. At the back end of last year, it was uh, very briefly on on uh, in front of the, the crowd, but a very good performance very nonetheless. <laughs> very brief, yeah. <laughs> very very brief show. But um, looking forward to that one again. We're talking about matches that could steal the show, and and Taylor and and, and Maverick could easily do that. But Taylor's mm. got to have gold aspirations this year, Ignite. Yeah, I mean, it feels like that was kind of um, the emphasis for him, kind of 
you know, pushing Jack away and be like, I've had enough of this now. I think the frustration is starting to set in. There is a, there's been an underlying frustration with Taylor for a while. I feel like, I feel like that he feels he doesn't necessarily get the recognition he deserves across the whole scene, if I'm honest. And um, he's kind of done everything that you can do as a tag team. He's kind of won every tag team gold there is to win. Um, and he still doesn't feel like he's getting that recognition. And maybe he's starting to, you know, lay that blame solely on Jack for that. And and I think he feels if he wants to get the recognition that he thinks he deserves, he needs to get a big singles championship around his waist. Uh, and he's clearly wanted to go for that Ignite title. And, you know, that, that I think to him means cutting Jack loose. But we'll have to see how that goes. And... Um, you know, he, he kind of, I think he wanted to kind of prove himself. They lost, obviously, in that, what I would say is match of the year last year, to be honest. Mm. I, I mean, it was incredible. What a match, the Rebellion and CPF. Yeah. It was just, blew the roof off 96. You'd be hard pushed to see a better tag match anywhere on the planet, I think, let alone in this country. Um, And, you know, coming out of that CPF one. And I think I think Taylor just wants to prove himself, you know, that he can beat CPF. And with Joe and Danny over um, defending their tag team titles abroad, they couldn't make this one. They've sent, as you said, they've sent Mayhew in instead to make his Ignite debut. Um, oh, you know, and and the fans are in for a treat that with the debut of uh, Maverick Mayhew. He is a one of a kind. He really is, um, and. You know, Taylor's familiar with him. They've worked around the country before, so he does know kind of uh, his style. He knows what he's kind of walking into. So we'll have. There's so many unanswered questions in this one, right? That's 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 what this match is about. Where are the rebellion going? Does the rebellion exist anymore? Um, what is next for them? Is Taylor is Taylor absolutely 100% committed to walking away from Jack and the rebellion? And what does that mean for Jack? Can Taylor prove himself in this singles match that he can beat someone of the caliber of a member of CPF? Um, and what's and what's Mayhew bringing on his debut? So th there's so many questions to be answered in this one, and also just just two incredible workers. Um, you know, someone said to me a couple of weeks ago, God, I didn't I didn't realize it was possible for a show to have six main events, but you seem <laughs> to have managed that. And and you look at you you know you know my might be blowing my own trumpet a little bit here and sorry if i am but like you do look at this card and you're like wow the, every one of these matches could probably main event a show yeah you know around the country like on a you know on any other show potentially where they're not all on the same card you look at that and you think most most of these matches could main event um yeah. you know mayhew and taylor could main event a show easily um, there's no reason why that you know this wouldn't couldn't end up stealing the show. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see every match on this card trying to top the laughs because it, it it's gonna you know I don't know where it's gonna end. <laughs> it's gonna be really good. I'm, I'm yeah, you're right. Any one of these matches could easily main event the show, <clears> any show for, for that matter. And you're right about Taylor. I'm interested to see the pathway that he chooses. Where yeah, it's an interesting. He does want that that singles gold ignite, and he <clears throat> does feel like that's what what he's missing to get that recognition. Then you know he's got to earn it, right? Because mm -hmm. um, you know I know the rebellion were undefeated as a tag, but he has a kind of fifty fifty win loss record as a singles. So it's it's like you need to start you you, you know delivering as a singles wrestler now and proving that you want that title shot, right? So 
you know, step up Mayhew, what you got, man. Exactly that. I can't wait for that one. Um, we went from we're gonna go from one Maverick to another, uh, from Maverick Mayhew to the absolute Maverick, uh, Tommy Carl. He had a he was on recently, he had a you know, it stopped. Well, I say a stop start year, it stopped and then it started because he was injured and then he came back. Um, he's gunning for gold. Uh, and, and on this one, it caused a bit of controversy with Corey. I must say, he's just gone holiday, uh, he's snowboarding or skiing or somewhere uh, in Europe, uh, Austria, I think he is. Um, okay. I spoke to him just before he was due to fly out. Um, so that's that interview's gone out, but um. Yeah, so this is going to be a number one contender match for it. Let's just get into that first. So Tommy Carl versus Corey McRae versus Team Buckles, Aluna, and Team Buckles women's champion, Aluna. Um, Aluna, yeah. Yes. Um, so Corey's gripe was that although he lost to Gene, who lost to Adonis, he doesn't get his mandatory single one-on-one -on -one rematch. But he said that if I have to go through these two, he will do. But this match is going to be really, really interesting. You've got the striking brilliance of Corey. Mm -hmm. You've got the great sort of technician that is the Maverick. And in the middle of that, you've got this high-flying, confident now, Aluna, which yeah, there may have been a few competencies when she started, but she's now fully confident in her ability. You've got three different styles there, which mm -hmm. can make for, a, a, yet again, another main event caliber match. Well, all three of them are main eventers, aren't they? Um, you know, I mean, kind of goes without question that Corey's the main event. Now he main evented our <laughs> main evented our shows for yeah. fourteen months. So, um, you know, look, I get I get his frustrations at not getting a mandatory uh, immediate title shot back. The thing is, right, is that he's not actually the last champion, is he? Oh. So it's a tricky one. Um, you know, ultimately, isn't it Gene who gets the mandatory title shot? I know it's a bit of a because he you know he lost the title but then the title's moved on again since then so yeah. you know technically his mandatory rematch is with gene but gene's not champion anymore so you know how does that work um so i feel like unfortunately unfortunately for Corey, it does kind of have to then come back down a little bit to get that title Look, it's not yeah. like he's just disappearing back on the you know a nothing match he's in an, he's got an absolute great opportunity here to get his title you know to get his title shot back so i, I think you know i think i've given him that at least straight out of the gate, you know, he gets his opportunity. Um, and Tommy Cartwheel's coming fresh off his return, he came straight out of the gate to be Mark True. So I think beating someone of that caliber deserves, you know, to get an opportunity at a title shot. So that's why Tommy Carl's back in this. Um, and I mean, Aluna, come on, what a year she had last year. How could she not be in this yeah. to earn herself, uh, uh, potentially earn herself a number one contendership shot at the title? Because, you know, she not only did she beat Kira Kamura in an absolutely incredible no disqualification match last year, and, you know, Kira was on a great run herself, and she's no uh, easy opponent to get past. Um, then she went after that in back-to-back -back shows. She then beat... Nina Samuels, who is if Sapphire's not the top female worker in the country, then it's Nina. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, they, you know, it's one A and one B there. Like, in my opinion, they are just incredible, those two. Um, so she, she's beating Kira, and then she's beating, you know, who who if it's not Sapphire and it's not Nina, then it's probably, you know, Kira's up there as well. You know, she's beaten two of the best female workers in the country last year. Uh and she is the probably alongside smashing mike the most popular person 
you know, at Ignite. I don't think that's even arguable. Nope. Like they, I mean, my goodness, when she comes out, they just love her. And uh, it just makes perfect sense for her to be in this match with, with Tommy and with Corey. So, and yeah, Corey's going to be, I mean, I wouldn't want to be on the end of your kicks in that match. I'll just be, I'll be honest. He's going to be, he's going to be pissed off. He is going to be, I mean, he's usually pretty miserable, bloody son of a bitch anyway. Let's face it. You know, <laughs> even, even at the best of times, but having just lost his, his title, having feeling, and I do get it to a degree, you know, having feeling a little bit wrong that he's not just getting an immediate title shot back. He's, he's going to be one like, miserable pissed off son of a bitch in that match so and he's gonna i'm sure he's gonna be absolutely focused as well uh, on on getting that title back so good luck to tommy and good luck to aluna in that one um i mean any three of them would be would be worthy winners you know and any three of them would be worthy champions as well so um we'll see because you know tommy's close behind i said like aluna and smasher might be in the most popular wrestlers ignite i think tommy is very close behind at this stage Definitely. and bearing in mind he's only had one match back so you know to come straight out of the gate after a year out and only have one match and the fans just just take to you take to him so immediately um you know he spent his first year with us as a heel so um yeah there's big things to come for tommy uh, big things to come for Luna, no matter what comes out of this match, I think. And I mean, because it, it goes without saying that, you know, Corey's has always been and will always be one of the, one of the top talents of Ignite. So, yeah, looking forward to that one. Could be a Luna two belts, uh, Sandwich, women's champion. Uh, Could be a Luna three belts. She's already got two, isn't she? Two. She's got out. Oh, yes, you're right. She she's got the United uh, Future Proof Championship as well. So yeah, as well as the she, you know, she's going to start becoming a little belt collector herself. So you've beaten enough belt collectors to to get it. So yeah, it yeah. definitely could be. Uh, looking forward to that. Let's move to one of the main. Well, say one of we just spoke about four main events, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about it. I, I had this feeling that this our title is cursed. Every time we book it, every time we get a, a match in, we have to change. We done it the first time. We was meant to have Ridgeway, and we got Real Cruise, which wasn't the baddest thing in the world because that match was unbelievable, oh, incredible. Um, How you know, Will Cruise stepped in and just like stepped in and stepped up. Yeah, I don't think I've ever had a debut at ignite have so many people ask, "When is he back? When is he back? Is Will on the next show? Is Will on the next show? Is Will on the next show?" It's like you know, Will will be back. I promise. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah. It, it's just finding the right time and place for that, but yeah, indeed. And this time we did have was meant to have Doris and, and Mike in the Battle of the Charismas. Yeah, uh, um, Doris unfortunately uh, had to go to America. Uh, listen, he's booking in America. What can you say? No, he's say to that. GCW are loving Doris at the moment, so you know, they, they you can't turn down a, a tour for GCW over there. I totally get it. Um, like he also had to pull out of a TNT booking, which is you know. I think as much as I obviously love my own promotion, I think TNT is probably a slight step above Ignite at the moment. I'd love to get to that level. Don't get me wrong. I see TNT in, in that same kind of bracket as like Progress mm. Red Pro. It's in that yeah. real, real top echelon. And so, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't, my point is it wasn't, it wasn't just us. Like he's, no. he had, you know, he genuinely had to pull out of um, quite a few bookings over here because it was just that big an opportunity like how on earth do you turn down gcw like multiple dates for gcw it's it's it could be that could be life-changing and career-changing do you know what i mean that turns into a regular thing for him because of that then all of a sudden it's a complete game changer so you know best of luck to the out there I, you know absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. 
and it only even takes you know someone just to a, a talent scout from some a company in America just to be there. You know, they, these things do happen. They send scouts out there all the time. So it doesn't have necessarily to be GCW. Someone could legit be their talent scouting for mm. a TNA, an AEW, a WWE, and, and Doris is there and he's got the opportunity. So we, you know, as you said, you, you can't turn it down. However, when it comes to replacements, um, well, I mean, we, he's gone to America. So why not have someone that's been a part of a, a, of a WWE in the WWE UK? In this case, Eddie Dennis. Uh, yeah. I think you sent me three words. One was Eddie. The second one was Effin. And the third one was Dennis. And, and mine <laughs> was just yes, please. Um, yeah. <laughs> simple as that. Um, this is still going to be. And I'm, I'm loving it with Mike, how we've really changed up the styles and the characters that he's facing. Now, obviously, the first one was going to be Ridgeway, which is going to be technical, but that turned into Will Cruz, which was the strong and the powerful. Was going to have Doris, which was kind of his kind of opponent, you know, the, as I said, the charisma levels and stuff. But with Eddie Dennis, you've got an all round performer here. So Mike's going to be tested differently to how he was tested under Will Cruz. Yeah, absolutely. You kind of you kind of nailed it that he he has had to wrestle all kinds of different styles, uh, types of wrestler, um, and he's kind of proven that he he can kind of do it all, Mike. So we'll see here with Eddie. But yeah, my words, what a replacement! Like I was, I was, you know, I've always lived by the kind of motto of if you're gonna have to replace someone, you've got to at least make it the same or better than. It has to be the same or better than. You you can't you can't really go in under. At, you know, and we set the bar so high with Therese. It's like, how do you match that? Let alone better it. And of course, Eddie, Eddie Dennis. Like, I mean, come on. Like, it doesn't get much bigger or better than that. Legit Brit rest legend. Like he has, he has done it all. Progress, you know, progress champion, um, progress tag champion, um, and then has obviously gone over to to WWE. Was signed to WWE. Uh, NXT UK and was working over there for them for for a good period of time. So he has that. I mean, it's just I was just talking about how big a promotion like TNT is, and even to 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 me and to ignite TNT seems huge, right? But then WWE is like another universe. It's not even like if you're, if you're talking like I don't know, you know, you've got sort of like within the same country, you've got brackets, and then just in a completely different universe somewhere like like light years away you've got wwe it's just like it's not comparable so he's been there and he's learned from from the people there um he's done it with the absolute best he's learned from the absolute best and he's you know he's come back over to the brit brit rest scene where he you know, first made his name and, and has done it all and he's coming back to now prove himself over here again and it's you know and is much beloved by every single fan in the country um, so I'm so happy to have Eddie on this show and I'm sure you are as well. I'm sure all of hitting the term are mega happy to have him attached to, to your brand. Um, cause I'm, I'm certainly hyped to have him attached to our brand and yeah, I mean, Mike will take on all comers. That's the one thing I love about Mike. He, it doesn't matter whether it's a, a Will Cruz or Chris Ridgeway and Eddie Dennis, a, a, a George Lydon and, uh, you know, a Mark True or Nino Bryant, like whether whether it's a, a like an, an all-out charisma thing, or whether it's a workhorse technical wrestler, or whether it's like big over-the-top character, or whether it's a high flyer, whether it's a power guy, a big guy, Mike could Mike could go in there and go one-on-one -on -one with anyone, nose to nose, 
Um, and he can do it. He can do it all, Mike. I think people underrate Mike a lot um, because he's so big on the charisma and the character, and he's such an over-the-top guy um, that people really do underestimate his in-ring ability. Um, and he gets to test it against someone who's been in the WWE. So you know, if you can, if you can prove yourself against someone who's come from that level. You can prove yourself against anyone, right? So, um, so we'll see if he comes out with that championship still, because I'm sure Eddie would like to to take that that hidden turnbuckle crown and you know potentially take it around the country and show it off. And so we'll see. We will. It, it should Mike be uh, victorious in that? I have a great idea for his next opponent, and it's technical brilliance. So we need to have a chat after the show. <laughs> okay. Leave that chat for after the show. But yeah, I have I have a great idea. Should Mike be successful? Of course. You've never let us down yet. You've never oh, let us down yet. No, I, I'm hopefully I can pull another uh, rabbit out of a hat with it. But anyway, that's assuming Mike's successful. We we don't know yet. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. If Eddie's successful, I've got somebody else in mind, but it'd be totally different. But anyway, let's talk. I suppose the main event uh, of the show. Uh, co-main event, yeah, co-main event. Yeah, that's co co-main event. Let's co-main event it. Um, your new champion, and again, another member of Team Buckle here. So I've got to exclude biasness. Um, <laughs> well, you like the Bobby Heenan family back in the day here. The Team Buckle, <laughs> yeah, jeez, that was dangerous alliance. I should get a ponytail and pretend to be Paul Heyman. <laughs> <laughs> Adonis Payne, who's the new Ignite champion. Um, obviously, as we said, cashed one the breakout, cashed it in the very same. I did warn everybody. Uh, that he was going to at least, you know, be uh, watching the main event. And he's yeah. definitely watched it. Because he did more than watch it. <laughs> yeah. As soon as that match was over, he was out and he was hitting Gene over the head with the title. Yeah, Gene didn't even get a chance to, to kind of like lift the belts up and like oh. like bask in his victory before Adonis was in the back door and nailing him with his trophy. Gene Jeez. was like halfway on the second row trying to pull himself up at that point because he'd just gone through a war. With Corey, and it was. Yeah. I mean, Gene, we know Gene is this comedy wrestler, but it was a war. There was a yeah. side yeah. of Gene on this one, and he was, you know, he was literally just about getting to his feet before Mister Payne decided to bring the pain, as the Ministry said that that's that's what they were chanting for. But Gene <laughs> trying to bring the pain, and he did. He is that he hit um, Gene with the trophy, hit him with. I always call it the claymore. I don't know what he calls it, but I, I call it the claymore kid. Yeah. It's always the claymore to me, I guess. There we go. I'm glad you agree. Um, and that was it. He wins the title. And, and again, it was Ignite trying to let who can we get in or who can you get in for the first opponent? And Jay Joshua, I mean, we could just say less. I mean, that's his motto. Right? <laughs> but he is someone that's been in Wales. Well, what the pro wrestling scene is Wales. I've been there. I can testify yeah. for this. It's unbelievable. It's yeah, just you know, really, really top talent out there. And I think you've picked probably if not arguably the best one out of the crop to take on Adonis here yeah yeah that's it you're, you're right with the Welsh scene and you can actually actually funnily enough you can thank Eddie Dennis for that you want to go you want to go all the way back with with Eddie and with Wild Boar and with Mandrews uh and you know with Pete Dunne as well obviously because obviously they were they kind of like attack wrestling kind of was born with with them and they really made the world seem what it is today, and it and it had, has spawned the new crop of of talent that is out there. Jay Joshua being one of them, um, and, and you know I've known for a good while, going way back to our time in Frontline together, um, working under Will Ospreay there, and um, I've always been a big fan, always been a huge fan of of Jay. Um, 
And he's now, yeah, like you said, he's he's gone on to be one of, if not the best talent in the Welsh scene. And he's he's now branching out all around the country. To be honest, obviously he's made his name uh, in the Welsh scene, and that that is where he's most known. Um, he's taken on some absolutely incredible talents out there. Uh, people like Big Damo, you know, is pretty much every every top talent in the country has gone through the Welsh scene and, and has faced Jay Joshua at some point. I think it's fair to say. Um, and he just brings something different. He brings something that no one else really brings. He has that kind of hybrid, a little bit like Corey, but throw in the kind of like the powerhouse and the suplexes as well. So he's got that kind of MMA striking style, but then he's got that kind of a little bit like a Taz style as well. Do you, do you know, he's got that kind yeah. of like old school MMA style with the, with the throws and the suplexes. And I mean, he hits hard. He he said, I mean, you know, he, he, he's, his, his whole thing is say less, but... Anyone's in the ring with him is going to want him to kick less. That's for sure. <laughs> like he, like I mean, and what a test for Adonis in his first match. I don't know what Adonis was thinking. Might he might get for his 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 first defense, but if he wants to come in the back door and kind of take that title in the way he did, then I think he's going to have to prove himself out of the gate to hold on to it. In my opinion, and that's why I've tried to bring someone in who is going to absolutely test him to his ability in every way. You know. In-ring skill, pain levels, what can you take? What kind of endurance do you have? If you can get through Jay Joshua, who I think is one of the best in the country, certainly the best on the Welsh scene, um, uh, then then I think you do deserve to hold that championship. I'm not saying Adonis doesn't deserve. It. He won. Look, he got he got through five other people yep. in that breakout final. He what you know he won the breakout division last year. He absolutely earned himself a title shot, and he you know he he had the right to cash in whenever he wanted. But I think now he has that gold and he kind of with winning it without getting through a match. I think he does have to prove himself now, in my opinion. And that is why I brought in Jay Joshua, because like I said, if you can get through him, then he, then, then he has proved himself, in my opinion. And, you know, he he does, he will sit atop of the Ignite roster, rightly so, with that championship. And then it will be a case of who's coming for it next. Because Corey wants it back. Can he get through that triple threat? I know, you know, Taylor, I know, is gunning for some gold. Tommy Carl and Aluna both in that triple threat as well. And I'm sure they both want to taste that gold. So who, you know, who ultimately will be coming for that, that championship for him? And um, can he, can he get anywhere close to, to Corey's reign? Can he live up to what Corey did? I don't know if anyone will, but it's to be good to see, good to find out, you know, 14 months is a long time to hold championship. Um, we're only just entering our third year of Ignite. So um, October was our two year anniversary. So we're just over two years. And you think Corey held the championship for basically half of the entire entire existence of Ignite. So, um, you know, it's, it's going to be hard to kind of top that. Um, good luck to Adonis. That's what I say. But, you know, at the same time, I've got a lot of respect for him. Um, he, he is, you know, an absolutely incredible talent. And he, I, I mean, what I can say about him, I'll sit here and say that Corey was the best champion we've ever had and, be for some time to come but no one has risen through the ranks of ignite faster than adonis like no it's not even close or comparable that you know november was literally his second show with us and he walked out with the championship yeah i mean come on like no one i don't think anyone will ever rise through the ranks of of, of ignite that quick again so he has that to his name that's for sure he certainly does. And, uh, uh, well, Mark True obviously doesn't shop about winning titles either. Um, <laughs> so he might want to, he might want to go for one as well. Um, funnily enough, uh, Adonis did, um, 
did have a little bit to say about Tommy Kyle. He he did come out and say that he done in two matches in two show in two matches what Tommy Kyle's failed to do in two years. And yeah, I mean, kind of lining up his own enemies, isn't he? <laughs> He's not. He's not wrong, and he's obviously not short on confidence, is he? Old. <laughs> However, what I will say is, Tommy Carr did spend one year of that two years out injured. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly um, that. <laughs> but no, he's right. He's not wrong. He's done in. He's done in two shows what no one at Ignite has managed to do in that length of time. You know, it, you know, even Corey. I know, obviously, Corey got there, but he didn't do it in two shows. So, um. No, I don't. I don't have anyone will actually do that again. Like that will probably be a record set for a long time. So, you know, fair play to Adonis on that one. And I guess he does have the right to brag a little bit. Yeah, he does. Um, so that's all the matches. Obviously, there, there there may be a little announcement from us on that show. Who, who knows? Uh, we'll, we'll keep things tight. We'll, we'll have to talk prior to the show. Um, um, but there, there could be something that happens during that show with us and you, me, or whatever you want to call it. Um, but also, but we'll get to that when we when we get to it. But also, your tickets <coughs> April are already on sale. Yeah, full yeah. throttle. It's called uh, the next one in April the twenty first. Still a ship. We're back at Shenny Road again. April the twenty first. Tickets are on sale. Tickets are already selling. <laughs> yeah, price. they're moving fast. Um, it's always nice to see. They've only been on sale for like two, like two or three days. So um already done about 20 odd tickets so that's that's real nice to see but yeah um if you can't make this one for whatever reason or if you've already got tickets to this one or you don't move fast enough and you miss out then get your tickets to april get in there um 96.eventbrite.co.uk it's the same for every show we do um all the ignite shows will be on there as soon as they're ready um or just you know go to the facebook page ignite wrestling pro at facebook and all of the information is on there you'll always find the ticket links on there for all of our shows yeah join us in april whether you're whether you're at february already or whether you can't make it you know like like we were saying at the start of this show we're always trying to top that bar always so i'm sure this one will be an incredible show and in april we got to try and top this one so um it's going to be an interesting year, continually trying to keep out outdoing our shows. So come join us for that ride. Come join us. Get in there. They're obviously, the links we post, as you said, the links are on the Facebook that we post everywhere. We always retweet them and, and we put our own little yeah. message up as well. So they'll be on there uh, as well as that. Um, just be prepared when you do come on Sunday to empty your pockets because the raffle lady will be back. Uh, <laughs> Rachel, my, my other half, uh, will be raffling the world um for you guys um so everyone loves a raffle everyone loves a raffle find rachel she'll find you i'm sure no, she'll no. find you you don't have to find yeah she will be coming to you you don't have to find her don't worry she'll come to you and you will be buying a raffle ticket and someone and people will be walking away with some great prizes as always and yes the cameraman gray also loves a raffle as well so we'll, <laughs> we'll do we'll <laughs> if you hear shouts of raffle it's generally gray uh, but that will be also be there as well. So we're going to do that massive card. April is going to be uh, announced. Well, it is already announced, but matches will be announced as and when they can be. Um, I need to do a couple of announcements. I've pretty much shouted out all of Buckle. We must get a show and we get everyone from Team Buckle on the show. So who have we got there? We've got, we got Taylor. Got but one. Taylor, Aluna, mm -hmm. Mike. Well, yeah, Mike's a champion, but yeah, not necessarily... 
Oh, you mean a show? Oh, you don't, you mean an actual show? An I thought show. you meant literally like one of these shows. We must get an ignite show. Every uh, member, every member, yeah, we is there. I'm sure we can put that together. I'm sure we between mm. the two of us we can do that. Mm, I'm sure there's only one missing, uh, and that is L.A. Taylor out of the, yeah, uh, and everybody else is there. I wonder if we can make that happen somehow. Try and make that happen this year yeah. at some point. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure we we can manage that. Um, so it, I was going to say shout outs to all of them, but we, we've already done that. Uh, just a quick few guest announcements while I can. Uh, coming up. Tomorrow, uh, as this goes out on Tuesday, we are uh, we're, we can uh, now announce we are media partners of TNA, um, which is uh, a great uh, reward for us. Um, huge, huge. That is huge. Huge. Um, huge. So we our first talent roster interview this week, uh, the Decay, the Knockouts, the newly won uh, Knockouts Tag Team Champions Decay. We have a very small interview window, which we will be taking to the fullest uh, as we can on Wednesday. We're very appreciative of TNA and TNA UK for recognising us and bringing talent our way for interview. That's uh, very humble to, to, to have that, uh, well, reward, really. I, I always class it as. Um, but yeah, it's going to be amazing. Hopefully that will be the start of many uh, TNA uh, roster people that we'll get uh, as time goes on and as they become available. But after that, and moving into next week, and I'm sure some of the fans at Shirley Road will, will know when I say that, uh, and we'll also probably may boo this one when I say that I have the uh, pleasure of interviewing Alex Windsor next week, uh, the former Rev Pro Women's Undisputed Champion, recently lost that to Danny Luna. Uh, we're going to be talking all things Rev Pro and bad microphones, which is a story that I can tell her when on there. Also, we've got the title wrestling GM, Mike Angus, joining us. And then coming up near the back end of February, uh, we have an ex-WWE tag team champion. Uh, he's got kids, apparently. Uh, and he, <laughs> I also need to talk to him about the, the, the skit with Brock Lesnar. When the Brock Lesnar echoed the words, I don't give a shit about your kids before F5-ing him onto the big. He's since then been at TNA, fun enough, and he's now one of the hottest free agents out there. That will be, I don't know what you call him, Heath Slater, Heath Miller, or just simply Heath. Uh, either way, he will be sitting down for a conversation in a few weeks' time. There's more to be announced. Um, I, I can't really announce, apart from the fact we're going to be getting a Hall of Famer, but not in the WWE. Mm. Maybe not even in wrestling. That's it. Uh, but he has been a wrestler before we, before we get it. He has been a wrestler. And maybe in another sport. Um, Can I guess? Am I allowed to guess or am I not allowed to guess? <laughs> I'm not going to tell you if you get it right or wrong. So <laughs> The Hall of Famer in yeah. something but not wrestling, but he has wrestled. Was he an actual wrestler or was he just involved in wrestling? In He was an actual wrestler. Oh, okay. Then my guess is, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, you're going to have to be like everybody else and wait for my new spectacular announcements that I can <laughs> My editing skills are getting up there um, somehow. But yes, that is what we've got coming up uh, in the next few weeks anyway. Uh, more to be announced on that. Uh, maybe some more announcements to come, like we say. Maybe an announcement on Sunday. Uh, Ignite. So if you're there, maybe be prepared to see me again. If, well, you will see me because I'm going to be sitting in the front anyway. But maybe a, maybe be an announcement with that man right there on Sunday. Uh, and as CJ said, you can go on to the, any of your pages. We'll have the link to these very few remaining tickets for Sunday and also the link to Full Throttle on the 21st of April. And yes, I've already purchased one of those tickets that already has been sold were bought by me. So I will be there as well in my usual seat. Uh, front to the left to the right of the front somewhere like that that's the sort of buckle corner we have to label it buckle corner 
soon you know some kind of sponsored part of us you know, i don't know what you want to call it but yeah buckle corner i like it <laughs> corner. don't know where that come from anyway but anyway uh cj as always thank you for your time uh it's always a pleasure talking wrestling or just talking to you in general uh i will see you sunday i will yep. see some of you guys on sunday but we'll be dropping shows for the remainder of the week uh review shows generally will be the case other than a decay interview which should be dropping on Thursday. So Wednesday night interviews that should be dropping on Thursday. Don't miss that. Don't miss anything across our channels at HTT Buckle on Twitter or X Twitter, we want to call it, hitting the Turnbuckle Podcast and all other social media outlets. But until we record again, everybody, he has been the Ignite General Manager, CJ Carter. I have been the host, Adam Cousins. And until we chat again, everybody, buckle down and stay safe.